0: my privilege today to bring the word of God to you and we're going to I'm going to read to you from the passage in Matthew chapter 26 starting at verse 69 and reading till the end of the chapter verse 75. Before I do that I would just like to pay a tribute to our friend who passed away Max McDonald. He was a mentor to me. He was actually my Sunday school teacher when I was very young and have enjoyed his ministry throughout our our church and it's a sad loss Uh, but we know where he is in heaven with Jesus and we praise God for that but I just want to pay tribute to Max he's been a mentor he's been an elder in our church uh, with me and it's been a privilege to not only worship with Max But to spend time in the word with him as well um, as an elder, as a fellow elder. So honor and tribute to Max. And um, I just want to pause and pray for the family. uh, Because, you know, when when someone dies like that, um, a husband, a father, um, they miss him greatly. um, And he was a great man of God. So let's just pray for the family in Jesus' name. Lord, we just pray. And thank you for the life of Max MacDonald. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for his contribution to each of us. And we pray for Chris, his wife, and for the family. Lord, we pray the comfort of your spirit into them. We thank you for their lives. And we praise you that they know you, Jesus, as well. And they know that Max is at peace. They know that he's in heaven with Jesus. And we can praise you for that in the sadness. So we pray for the family and thank you for Max's life in Jesus' name. Amen. What a mighty man of God he was and we thank God for him. So I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 26 starting at verse 69. It says this, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard when one of the high priest's servant girls came to him and said, You too were with Jesus of Galilee, but he denied it in front of them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he answered, and he went on out into the courtyard. Another servant girl saw him and said to the men there, he was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it and answered, I swear that I don't even know the man. After a little while, the men standing there came to Peter. Of course, you were one of them, they said. After all, the way you speak gives gives it away. Then Peter said, I swear that I am telling you the truth. May God punish me if I am not. I do not know that man, Peter said. Just then, a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered what Jesus had told him before. Before the rooster crows, you will say three times that you don't know me. Peter went out and was and wept bitterly. He went out and wept bitterly. And I want you to remember that statement as I bring God's word to you today. Well, in the Gospels, that's one account of Peter denying Jesus before he was crucified. But there are two other accounts, one in Luke and one in John. And in the story that John portells, there is just an additive there which I wanted to share with you as well today because it says there not only that the the high priest's servant girl said to Peter that you were with Jesus of Galilee, but also it says in, Pete, in um, John, that in John chapter 18, verse 26, it says that um, he was a relative of the man whose ear uh, Peter had cut off. So this relative had remembered and probably saw uh, Peter cut the ear off when Jesus was first arrested. And so she was sure that this was peter and of course it was but he was denying it so what an interesting story and isn't it interesting that these words um, come into our hearts when peter says i swear that i don't even know um, jesus and then he says it again and so three times he says this but let's have a look i want us to look firstly after reading that scripture at peter's character let's have a look at a few other verses in scripture about what peter has said peter always is one of those people who just says things straight off his tongue he doesn't probably think too deeply about it but he says what he thinks immediately and he comes out with some things which i'm going to share with you so peter in matthew chapter 16 verse 16, he reveals to Jesus, and he says, You are the Messiah. And he says that forthrightly. And he he says it with conviction that you are the Messiah. I recognize that you are the Messiah. And so he's just out with it. He says it out straight. And then also, Jesus' reply to Peter says that, Peter, this has been revealed to you by God. You are the rock, Jesus says to him in the previous chapters. You are the rock and you will build the church. So here's a man, Peter, who just comes out with it. Do you know people like that? I certainly do. You might be even one of those people who you just speak your mind straight away. Well, this was part of Peter's character. He just said things straight off his tongue and didn't probably think too much about it. But he was anointed because he spoke the word of God and he was a true believer. But now let's just analyse this scripture, this particular scripture regarding Peter. Let's go into a bit more depth now. Point number one. Point number one, I want to give you a title, Denial is not final and if you're looking for a title to the whole message today you can write down bounce back bounce back so point number one denial is not final this was a big denial in our eyes we think yes this is a huge issue it's a big denial he lies three times three times protecting Protecting himself, you know. There's a verse in Scripture which reminds me about how we can think about this particular Scripture in Matthew 26. Just a few uh, verses back, in Matthew 26 and verse 41, it's, it's it talks about talks about how the flesh is weak, and I'll just read to you that Scripture. It says, "The Spirit is willing." but the flesh is weak and isn't that true sometimes you know we we want to say say something but our flesh is weak we we break down or we don't say what we mean another part of peter's character is just in a in a page back in chapter 26 and verse 33 but this is part of his character going backwards it says Peter spoke up and said to Jesus, I will never leave you, even though all the rest might. You know, he's just one of those people. He's just out with it. So he says this just sort of off the cuff. You know, I will always follow you. I will always um, talk about you. And But we have this denial, which we're going to look at now. So point number one, denial is not final. So first thing I want to say to us is let's not judge Peter. I'm sure you can think of times, and lots of times maybe, when you think that you have failed Jesus, when you've maybe done the wrong thing, you've kept quiet maybe, when you should have stood up for Jesus, stood up in your faith as a Christian. I'm sure we can think of those times. So let's not judge Peter at all. In Peter's heart, He knew the truth. Deep down in his heart, of course, he knew the truth. Because his response at the very end in verse 75 says, He went out and wept bitterly. That's his heart. That's his heart speaking there. Because he realized that what he said was not true. What he said was the wrong thing. And he went out and wept bitterly. We all know the truth the thought of feeling that we have inside when we know in our heart that the Holy Spirit within reveals the truth. You might have lied. You might have done something wrong. You might have watched something on TV that you shouldn't have. And you know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you as a Christian, knowing that that's not what God requires of you. You see, we outwardly sometimes outwardly deny who we belong to and who sustains us daily, our hearts cry out just like Peter did and the flesh is weak. So there we are, a bit of Peter's character, a bit of our own thoughts, our own character, revealing ourselves in this scripture. Let's not judge Peter. Point number two. Peter is still a follower of Christ. He still is a Christ follower. No matter what he did, and we know that it was wrong, and we know we do things wrong, he still is a Christ follower. Point number two. We are Christians. We, as Christians, are still righteous in Christ's eyes. Wow, a great statement. All and yes, all has been forgiven in the past, in the present and in the future. We are forgiven by Jesus who died on the cross for our sins. This is our faith. This is our faith in action. Believe, I say to us together today, believe and be saved. There's a scripture which I hope comes to your mind and my mind, it says, for there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You see, we can read this scripture and just say, oh, how terrible. I would never do that. But as we read the scripture, we want to see the heart of Peter as well, not only what he speaks. And that really spoke to me that when when he When he realised what he'd done, he went out and wept bitterly. And that's our attitude too. We weep and we think, oh dear. But then remember, Peter was still a Christ follower and we are still Christians and followers of Christ as well. This is our faith in action. Believe and be saved. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, our response to ourselves when this happens to us is get up and don't give up. Get up and don't give up. You are a son and a daughter of the King of Kings. His love is unconditional. Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever. He loves you and he loves me. You are forgiven. We need to recognize this. This scripture helps us. Now, what was Jesus' response to Peter after the resurrection, after Jesus had died on the cross and rose again? He met with his disciples. He met with Peter. And he says to Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? He says, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Build my church. You are the rock. You see, Jesus hasn't changed. He said this to Peter before he denied him. And he says it again after. Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. His forgiveness is for all. So don't run away from Jesus when you know you've done wrong. Don't run away. Run to him. Run to Jesus. Come closer to him. He always forgives. And know the truth. And know this truth. And he will set you free. And he sets us free. As Christians, this is our action and our faith that we are set free, set free and righteous in God's eyes. What a privilege that is. What a privilege that is to each of us. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. You see, as believers, we are set free. We are righteous in God's eyes. So there's no guilt or there's no shame. We move on. And what a joy that can be. We need to just live as the Spirit leads us every day. This is part of the Christian walk. As we walk and as we talk, we're in Jesus' hands. He loves us unconditionally. What a joy that is for us as Christians. We don't need... To feel guilt or shame we don't need to go back over things we always are moving forward in jesus name now but if today if today you are listening and you're not a christian you don't believe yet if you're not a christian and now you recognize from this scripture that you too can be set free And the free gift is Jesus Christ in your heart. You can receive. You may have guilt. You may have shame. You may have done things wrong like all of us. You can't live like this anymore. You want to change. That's what Jesus is all about. Receive today. Jesus will forgive you if you ask. And you will be set on a new and exciting path forward. What a joy it is to know the truth. What a joy it is to read God's word and to be encouraged, even by a scripture like this, where we think, "What a devastating thing that that could happen." But we can be set free, as Peter was set free by Jesus, who said, "Do you love me?" "Yes," he said. I love you. Are you willing today to say, yes, Jesus, I love you. I want to give you that opportunity today that if you haven't received Jesus as your personal saviour, you can today. I don't want you to wait because if this scripture and the spirit is speaking to you through this scripture and saying, this is exactly what I need. I want you to Pray this prayer as I lead you today. So as I lead you and as you're thinking, as you want to receive Jesus today, you can pray this prayer along with me. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me on the cross Thank you that I can be set free to live a life that you want me to, to live a life of no guilt and shame. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for setting me free. I pray that you would guide me every day and that I would seek you first in my life and read your word. Read your word to be guided in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If that's your prayer today, then we certainly want to be in contact with you. You can contact the Life Church. You can contact um, the church through through ways on the website. And we would love you to do that. So I pray a blessing over all of you who are listening. It's a difficult time. Uh, For lots of people, for most of us, we haven't been meeting together, but we are still the church. We are still God's light in the community. And now I want to lead us in communion. So I hope you are uh, ready and uh, we're just going to have a communion together because this particular scripture leads us straight into a communion, remembering what Jesus has done for us on the cross, that we are forgiven and set free. So if you have uh, something to eat in front of you, um, then that'll be great. And we're going to share our communion together. So let us just thank God for his body. Lord Jesus, we come to you with thankful hearts. We come to you humbly, thanking you, Lord Jesus, for what you've done for us on the cross and every day. Lord, you set a new precedent. You have forgiven us from past, from present, for future. We come together to praise you, but we remember the agony that you went through on the cross. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And let's take and eat together. And now if you've got something to drink to remind us of the blood of Jesus Christ shed for us on the cross. We're going to share that together as the church. And maybe this is the first time that you've had communion. And that's fantastic. That's great. Because you know that you are forgiven. And this is a remembrance Part of our service today that we remember not only Jesus' body dying on the cross, but he shed his blood for us. Let's take the cup together and drink, and then I'll pray. Lord Jesus, we come again just to thank you for your blood that was shed for us. What an awful thing for you, Lord Jesus, to go through. But we know the end result, that you are risen from the grave and that you are alive today. We thank and praise you for the time that we have had together today, for the time that we can spend in your word. I pray for each person listening today, that they would be encouraged to continue to love and to serve you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I pray a blessing upon you. And thank you that we can together see God's kingdom come in Jesus' name. Amen.